Here is the next installment of our podcast about a divorced single mother of two who magically one day meets a man with five kids of his own. It was much more than a hunch that this pair should come together and form the blended bunch. Join us and listen to our thoughts on blending families, a topic that is much needed in today's world. This year has flown by and the holidays are upon us already. I can't believe another year has come and gone. Holidays in a blended family can be tricky for several reasons, but one we'll talk about today is traditions. You have traditions that were established from a prior marriage or relationship and ones you're trying to establish as a new blended family. I feel like it's important to respect some of the traditions that were already established because it helps the kids to feel like they have some consistency during the holidays, which can be tough, especially in those early years. My kids and I had the tradition of going out for Chinese food on Christmas Eve, kind of like the Christmas story, but we didn't sing that uh, fa-ra-ra song, thankfully. I had a tradition of giving pajamas to all of the kids on Christmas Eve. We combined both of those traditions and added some of our own, such as acting out the nativity. We draw out of a hat who will be what character, including the sheep. We have costumes, we film the nativity as we act it out, and then we interview the different characters and get their take on how the nativity was for them. Kind of like doing outtakes. It's pretty funny. Another new tradition is we have a gingerbread competition. Everyone of all ages gets involved. We draw names out of a hat, and then everyone is put into pairs. They have 45 minutes to an hour to complete their gingerbread house. Then we have an outside person come and judge the houses, and a pair of winners each get $25. For Thanksgiving, we have a white elephant exchange and say what we're thankful for. We usually put the tree up the day after Thanksgiving and get everyone involved in that. For Christmas, we'll make sugar cookies and the kids get to decorate their cookies. It's fun because our grown kids are excited to decorate their cookies too. We also do a name exchange among the kids. Since there are so many of us and not everyone has a lot of money, they only have to get a gift from one person and then they get a gift from someone else in addition to what we give them. Once in a while, we'll all go to Disneyland around the holidays, which is what I grew up doing, and pass that tradition on to my kids. Now, Marianne's not a natural-born Disneyland lover, but she's been such a trooper to go along with my obsession, and I love her for that. It took some time for the kids to get used to our new traditions, but I know they enjoy being together and having traditions have really helped our family to blend. One thing that complicates the holidays is the issue of having kids versus not having kids. We rotate years that we have the kids on the actual holiday. In the early years of our marriage, we had so many things we were trying to get used to. We had all the kids on different holidays and at different times, and we were trying to maintain previous traditions and establish some new ones, too. After a couple of years, we decided that it just really didn't matter if we celebrated on the actual holiday as much as it mattered that we were all together at some point near the holiday. So, on the holidays that we don't have the kids on the actual day, we choose a different day and celebrate. That has worked out really well for our family. Holidays can really bring a family together. Years ago, I used to dread the holidays, but now I look forward to them. Not because of the gifts, but because we're having fun together and creating memories. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy your blended holidays this year and your fa-ra-ra's at your Christmas meal. Catch us for our next podcast and email us at ourblendedbunch at yahoo.com with your thoughts and ideas. <laughs>